the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Hello, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. Thank you for tuning in. God bless you. I hope you're having a blessed week. I hope you're spending the relationships with the, your family and your friends and loved ones. I hope that you just grow and learn with the peace and joy of the Lord in your heart. Let's take it to the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this opportunity to be on these airwaves. Thank you, KSLR. Thank you for Facebook that I'm about to go on live on. I thank you for the opportunity to, to be the best I can be, but are the my listeners trying to be the best? Help them to examine themselves or purchasing. Help them to have the Holy Spirit lead them and guide them. Bless our country and turn from sins and turn back to you to quit aborting babies. Put the Ten Commandments and prayers back in the schools, the church, the government, and TV. Bless us, O oh Lord, with your presence. That's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hello, hello again. I want to I wanna thank you for tuning in. I, I, I hope you tell 20 people what I'm trying to do. I hope you tell 20 people, you know, that what you've learned and what you've grown. Tell 20 people, I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. There's no telling what I'll buy. I mean, whatever's legal, that is. So I buy all kinds of stuff. I've got freight liners. I've got a Viper that looks like it's going to Michigan. Trying to buy another Viper. Um, got 29 Ford pickup uh, that I'm about to trade off. Um, I got all kinds of vehicles. I, I buy, uh, you know, you know, junk's worth junk right now because it costs such much, so much money to fix it. I had a call from a good listener. Thank you, uh, Leo, uh, because. He's got a truck that needs an engine, and somebody's offered to put a, a decent price rebuilt engine in there, and he needs a needs a vehicle. But his vehicle's not going to bring thirty five hundred, needing an engine, and it's an old one Dodge with two hundred thousand miles. That you know, it's just not going to work. You got to understand somebody else has got to want it, need it. Hello, Donnie Montgomery, the best ring man I know. Uh, so. You've, somebody else has got to want to know. Hey, and Donnie, uh, I think it's every second week, y'all in Odom, Texas, down there with Danny Jennings. Y'all have an auction down there. If I, if it, I wasn't doing the show, I guarantee you I'd love to be down there. I've sold some stuff. Danny Jennings and Donnie do a great job. And, uh, hey, I got a Corpus show down there, Donnie. Uh, Danny might want to advertise on it. And so we want you to be the best you can be. We want you to learn. We want you to grow. Uh, I'm I'm wearing my hat that I got in 1997 at the Promise Keepers. Are we keeping our promises? Are we keeping promises to ourselves? Hello, Stephen and Don Dunphy. Duffy. Uh, are we really doing what we should do? What's the purpose in our life? What's the purpose in what we're doing? So many people are working so hard, and, and that time's gone, and the check's gone, and the payment's gone, and... There's nothing ever in the bank account is gone. There's nothing left at the end of the month. But I want you to be a promise to yourself to be the best person you can be. Think about it. Examine yourself. What are you doing? How are you doing it? I give you praise and glory, you know, Lord, for what you've done in our lives, the changes in our lives, the healing in our lives, the opportunities that we have. And so I want you, we got to buy new cars and trucks because it'd be like, well, you know, the Communist Party over in, in Cuba. Nobody would have any new cars. Or Russia, everybody drives the same car. Or China, you got to buy a China little bitty car. Well, you want that? Do you like freedom? Well, I'm going to tell you something. A vote for Biden is a vote for communism. Hey, a no vote, don't go vote, that's a vote for 
for uh, communism. That's a vote for Biden. Please, let's vote the Bible. Let's get up and let's, hey, if you're not registered to vote, go get ready. Get registered to vote. That's your right. And we got to vote. We got to, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm, you do whatever your little heart desires, but I'm going to vote for Trump because he's done outstanding what he's done in our world. And, and it's, he's the best we've got. And he, we've got to vote him in. Let me tell you something. If we put the Democrats in, we're going to have a communism party r- running our country. George Soros. I mean, Obama wasn't smart enough to run this country. George Soros did. So be prepared. Go vote. But, I mean, that's part of uh, promises to our country, promises to make things better. You know, that's amazing about Trump. He followed through with his promises. He's done an outstanding job and has continued to grow. Hello, Nathan. And and so we we got to get out and vote. We've got to promise ourselves to be the best. But, hey, study your, your budget. Study what's going on. Take time. You know, I, I love – I happen to be in a Toyota dealership this week. Great listener, George, him and his wife, wonderful people, uh, man of God. And, and so he was – he made a deal. We we searched and we found the right truck, and it was the right dealer. And I'm beginning to think: Is there any right dealers left? Man, so we had everything set up. I'm buying George's truck. Uh, everything's set up. All we got to go in, and I'm you know I'm I'm gonna write a draft. And that, and for people to understand, that's dealer way of doing business. When they get the title, I pay for it. Because he had a payoff on on his truck, so we walk into this dealership. Everything's set. About two hours into this deal, the whole deal changed. The whole deal changed. George looked over at me and he says, "Time to walk." And the salesman heard, "Oh no, 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 no! Don't leave! Don't leave!" He said, "Randy, I think it's time to walk." And he and George is a smart businessman. He said, "Hey, looky here. This is the problem." This is what you told us. You're not honoring it. We need to honor it to make it work. And they they said, well, we're going to have to do it a different way. So we spent four hours when I thought was a good dealership, and they were trying to mouse us around. So I'm telling this story to a big-time businessman that does a lot of car business. I'm telling you, a lot of car business. And he does it with a big-time operation in this town. And he made a deal on a new truck. And he went in to buy it, and guess what? They didn't honor their deal. Promises. I'm a promise keeper. I'm going to do my best. I'm going to tell you the truth. But these new car dealers, there's no truth to them hardly at all. I got a couple of dealers. I got one in in Austin. I got one in Lano. I'm going to tell you about Lano right now. I mean... It, it's go to lano.com if you want a beautiful drive eat some barbecue or stop at marble falls and eat there a beautiful drive hey and these guys how many times do you get to talk to the owners the owners are there working every day i know because they're working me every day and you know and they do a great job but how many times do you get to see an owner Hey, it's an easy drive. They're going to take care of you. You're going to talk to the owner. They're going to cut you a deal. He told me he had eight new trucks come in the other day, and I think they're down to one. They're selling great. You know, it's because they take care of people. They tell them the truth. There's no games. No, uh, they call it ridiculous add-ons, and they are. I mean, you know, uh, there's a dealership in this town that I saw on an invoice the other day, and it was pinstripes which cost fifteen dollars floor mats supposed to come already aren't they and then they they just wax the car they want to charge eighteen hundred eighteen hundred boy that's pretty strong medicine there don't you believe eighteen hundred is what they were charging for that that's free profit i told you about the new system coming out of dallas it's working in dallas they love it and it's all pure profit What's going to happen? It's going to happen here in San Antonio. Hey, I tell you what, uh, we um, messed up and misplaced my little deal that, that uh, be able to hear the callers. But if you'd like to call in, 
ask the question, I'll relay it to the to the feed uh, where they can hear it everywhere. You won't be on. So if you're thinking you're getting embarrassed with your voice on radio, give us a call here. There's no dumb questions. I won't embarrass you. 210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. Give us a call. There's no dumb questions. I'll relay it, and they'll they'll understand what's going on. Hello, Bubba. And so, uh, we, you know, you can go to Lano, buy a new Chevrolet or Buick, great drive. They're, hey, they work hard to give you all the money. That's Bruce, that's Kurt, they're the owners, and then you've got Tommy that's a local there that sells, and they've got another gentleman there. But I tell you what, Mike, even my drivers, I went up there to pick up a car. In fact, I need to go there Monday uh, and pick up a car. And there's, they said, man, they're the nicest people we stop at. And I mean, they're wanting to help. I had a driver that we went up there with a tow vehicle and they had a flat tire. They they were helping the man get him back on the road. And they, they're wanting to help. They're wanting to tell the truth. They're wanting to do the right thing. I'm getting to think there there's just a few left. When I got in the business back in 63, in the 60s and 70s, I thought 80, 90% of the dealers told the truth and 10% lied. Well, I got news for you. It's flip-flop. Has it become just like politics? Has it become that way in all businesses? Is it due to overhead? Is it due to to um, keeping up with the Joneses, pride, greed, and selfishness? Probably so. I don't know. I don't know. But this business has changed tremendously. It's it's from mom-and-pop stores to, to uh, billionaire stores. And Kurt and and uh, Bruce, they got a still a mom and pop store. They're out there working every day. I'm gonna tell you something. I've got personal numbers to a lot of big time owners and GM managers. I got their number on my mobile. But I'm gonna tell you something. Uh, I can call them, but not nobody else. And I've got another owner that you can call. He's on another station. He sponsors a station. You know that's what's amazing to me. These banks and credit unions, you know, what, where is their loyalty? Where is their promise to their customer? When you sign up with a bank, boy, don't they promise the world? But they don't want to sponsor a show that educates you, saves you money, prepares you for a purchase, gets you examine your purchases, examine your emotions, tell you that you buy by emotions and the dealers know it. I mean, I, a bank or credit union, I think, would be knocking down. If I was a president of a bank or a credit union, I'd be calling me saying, hey, how can I get on your show? How can you teach my good customers? How can you teach my employees? I've got people listening. I've got a 5 o'clock Saturday morning show. It's on at 5 o'clock. And I've got restaurant owners telling me, pre, previous to the virus, hello, Tommy. Tommy works over at, at – uh, uh, Granite Hill Chevrolet. He's a salesperson there, and I think he's been born and raised around there, been there a long time. So he's watching live on Facebook. I'm on Facebook Live, Randy Adams. That's Randy Adams' Facebook. So go there and, and, and watch it and listen to it. And so, you know, we, the, we know that if you're really wanting to help your customers, you really want to make a promise to them, you'd want to sponsor my show. I mean, here here it is. We've got Granite Hills knowing I'm telling the truth, and they want you to know the truth. They want you to be prepared. They want you to do the business right. Hey, I'm going to tell you, most car dealers don't want within a 1,000 miles of me because I straighten out your buying power. I straighten out your thoughts. But not the good, really good ones. If you know the difference and you do business with them, you'll walk away happy. You'll walk away with peace and joy. You, you know, and, and they don't do that big-time hype. Oh, we love you. We're going to take care of you. We know what's best for you. No, 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 no. That, there's not, not that hype. Uh, but you, I'm going to tell you something. The, there's an old saying that's been in the car business. The, most, the people I make the most money on are the least amount of trouble. Why? Because we we oversell them. We love them. Man, we're going to take care of your car. You're going to keep it forever. You're going to love it. And then they advertise when you're about two or three years down the road, hey, do you hate your car? Do you hate you, what you owe? 
Do you hate everything in the world? Well, hey, I'm going to tell you something. Hate, it says in the Bible, that's Proverbs 10, 18, when you hide hate in your heart, you will have lying lips. Well, I'm going to tell you something. They hate you when you leave their lot. They, they, they collect the money. They cash it in. They walk off. They love what they're doing. Uh, so It's so awesome. You know, to see them in action because they're they're pros. They know how to they know how to work it. They know how to handle a deal. They need to make you feel good. They know how to bring your emotions up. Like, hey, you really care for me. Yeah, and I see that in a lot of business. I got the best real estate person I've ever met. She handles my real estate. I'm telling you, she is dynamite. But she cares. She knows how to take care of a customer. Uh, she she's constantly working all week, constantly working, and and she's so good at it. And we together uh, we're looking for houses. If you got a house that you know you don't want to fool with, and it and it's it overwhelms you, give me a call. We we're, we're subject to buy it, or we'll tell you what we'll give, or you know, it will help you get it fixed up if that's what you need. I've got crews. In fact, I looked at a fourplex the other day. You know, it, it all gets back to everything is buying and selling. Everything. Doctors sell themselves. Dentists sell themselves. Lawyers sell themselves. Everybody sells themselves. So, I mean, how are you projecting yourself? How are you selling yourself? What are you doing? Are you changing lives? Are you making a difference? What's your purpose in life? Is your purpose in life to sit on the couch, drink beer, and watch TV? How productive is that? Uh, a lot of people have said that I'm the hardest working person they know. Well, I love to work. I love to, you know, but here's the key. Do you love people? Do you love talking to people? Or do you run from them? Or do you hide from them? I mean, do you really want the best for them? Are you telling the truth? I'm going to tell you something. I mean, I'm getting to where the point, except for two dealerships at the moment, but probably got another one. Well, I, there's about three or four. One buy here, pay here. There's a Ford dealership that I have a lot of respect for, and and the two guys that uh, advertise for my show. Back to them, and they want you to know, and they want you to come in educated. Of course, my buy here, pay here guy, he dropped me uh, after advertising about a year and a half. He said, "Man, man, your customers are too tough. They come in there and they know too much, and I don't want to pay." Uh, they wear they wear my salesman out, and so I'm going to quit advertising with you, old oh, man. Well, I still love you. I still hey, and I still think he's the most honest buy here pay here guy in the world. I still send people to him that that live in San Antonio on the, on the South Side, and I don't want to fool with. So, if you still want to buy buy here pay here car, and and you know. New car dealers and salesmen at new car dealerships make fun of people with bad credit. But they don't know their life history. They don't know what they've gone through. They don't know their childhood. They don't know if they've had health issues, uh, a wreck. Uh, Hey, here lately, it's amazing how many people get hit in, in the insurance companies. Let me tell you, the insurance companies, they're all for themselves. They've hired claims adjusters to beat you up. And I'm talking to a lady right now that got hit, and she she's, was in the military. She spent 20-something years there. Now she works for the military, helps them bury the people that uh, died in the military. Wonderful person. And her car's hit, and it's a high-dollar Lincoln. And now, with a claims against it, an accident against it, her insurance company, the big guys on I-10, are not helping. They're giving money away, but they don't help their customers. Is it because they want that advertising? They figure that $30 million worth of advertising is worth every dollar? Or do they think, you know, let's don't take care. You know, there was a lady, this was about three years ago, I was on another station. She called in, she said, Mr. Adams, I got hit, and it wasn't my fault. But the big, another big, that same insurance company, up on the hill on the I-10, 
I want to pay me fifteen hundred for my car. Fifteen hundred. Hello, Bruce, uh, and Michael. And so I said, "What'd you have?" I had old, and this was several years ago. I had an 03 Rav Four. Said that's all I can afford. It was paid for, and and it was wonderful and fit my need. But this big insurance company's wanting to pay me fifteen hundred. I said, "You can't buy." You can't buy one running for fifteen hundred. The salvage sales are bringing fifteen hundred. So you know, well, I can't get them to budge. This is a claims adjuster. I had a insurance man call me several years ago on another station. It was a live Sunday afternoon show, and I mean, he was in a rage. And my producer caught the phone call, and he said, "Randy, we better not put this guy on the phone." He's mad as a hornet at you. And I said, well, put him on there. I can back up anything I say. So he puts him on there, and, oh, man, this guy went to raising cane. Woo, man, he was mad at me. I said, now, hold it, hold it. I said, now, if if I have a truck and I want insurance on it, do I uh, call you to get a price, or does uh, does the company give the price? He said, you call me, and I get the company to do the price. I said, okay, now I'm in an accident, and somebody else hits me. Do you give me the price what you're going to pay me? Let's say my car's totaled. Hello, Dan. And so he said, well, no, the claims adjuster and the other company gives you a price. So I said, you sell me the policy. Let me get this straight. You sell me the policy, and the company gives gives me a price. And then when I'm in an accident— your company doesn't help me. He said, that's right. I said, that's what, I want to be an insurance man. I want to tell you, you love me. I love you. Give me the money and do nothing. He said, we do something. I said, what? He said, we explain the policy. I said, I bet 99 out of 100 people don't know what the policy stands for, what it explains, what they receive. We need to buy, hey, big boys in the insurance business, if you don't do this right, when we buy an insurance policy, you put a figure on our car. Let's negotiate it. Let's find out exactly what I will receive and all year long. I'm buying that policy for a year. I'm buying it to pay you. So give me a price all year long so if I'm in an accident, I can settle and go. Oh, no, we want that other insurance company to beat you up. Hey, thank you, elected officials. That's our state of, of uh Hey, you, I'm going to tell you, we need to wipe out all those guys in Texas. They allow title loans to rob people. They let the insurance companies rob you. Hey, and we elected them because they were going to protect us and they were going to vote the way that helped the, the, the public. There they don't. They're sitting up there. Hey, title loans are the worst thing in the world. I'm going to mention it next half because everybody tells me to. Insurance companies, they sold us out. Let me tell you, in a lot of other states, a bunch of them, if you buy a policy from people and you're in an accident, they pay you off and they go after the insurance company. But now they've got it where their buddies paid them all on the table. I bet these senators and House representatives got rich with that cash on the table. And so now they allow that to happen in the insurance business. Hey, we need to do like those other states. I buy the policy from you. I collect from you. You go after that other insurance. Take the stress out. I mean, people are stressed out fighting the claims adjusters, trying to get their money, trying to figure what their next vehicle is going to be. Hey, it is stressful on people. So, you know, and then I get people call me and said, well, how much have I lost value because my, I got hit? It wasn't my fault. 5000 5000 Hey, I'm going to tell you something. I bought a high-dollar Mercedes 10000 back and a high-dollar BMW 10000 back. Why? Because they've been in an accident. you got to know what diminished value means and what it's worth. Hey, and I'm going to tell you something. I still believe, and I buy wreck cars, late-model wreck cars. I still believe it's best that you trade that car as soon as it's wrecked. While it's wrecked, go get you another one or get you a new one. I've helped a lot of new car dealers sell me the wreck, take the insurance money, put them in a new one, and go on. The stress of fighting these other insurance companies, claims adjusters, is not worth the hassle. You lose sleep. You lose probably years off your life. I don't know. But possibility. You need you need an education. You need help. You need somebody to stand there. You need somebody to support you, be there for you. 
and and hey, the insurance companies, your claim, your your guy that you bought off the policy from, he don't care. Hey, I even had one of them tell a gentleman that got hit in the rear of his truck that he didn't have diminished value coming. Hey, the big insurance company's telling that lady that I was talking about in that Lincoln, they're telling her she don't have diminished value coming. They don't care. They want you to take the loss, not them. And guess what? They insure both policies, both people. So if they're insuring both people, hey, they don't want to pay. Oh, we're going to give... 30 million out because that looks like great advertisement. But we don't want to help our customers that's paying us. Something backwards in this business or what? Hey, this is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and SellCars.com. Hey, tell 20 people to listen to my show. Tell 20 people to go to Facebook Live, Randy Adams. Or give me a call, 830-708-4789. Thank you. God bless you for tuning in. We'll be right back. We're going to have a four-minute break. God bless you. We'll be right back. Hello, San Antonio. Again, this is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. God bless you. Uh, I hope you have a great weekend. I hope you have a relationship with your family and time. And, and uh, man, I tell you what, time flies. Here we are knocking on the door of September. Oh, man, it, it, what happened to everything? Where did it go? Man, time's flying so fast. It, it's, un, it's amazing to me. And, of course, you know, with me buying, selling some houses and working some deals, and I do freight liners. I've got a couple of freight liners supposed to be sold this coming week, and I've got another couple of them coming in. I buy 18-wheelers. I buy I buy everything. I'm bidding a, a 17 Ford uh, utility truck that's pretty well decked out. It doesn't have a crane, but it's got a compressor and all. So I'll buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Bought 37 Chevrolet pickup that we're going to spend a little time in the family project, build a street rod out of. And so I've got, uh, hello, Greg. He's out of Michigan. Hey, I'm sending a Viper up there to Michigan. These people are going to fly in next week and drive it back. Uh, pretty. That's going to be a long drive, you know, in that little bitty hot rod. You know, maybe they may be praying for a cold front to get through, huh? Because those cars run a little hot on the inside. I don't know if it's lack of of insulation or what, you know. So, but, I mean, like I say, I got the Freightliner sold. I got the Viper sold. Um, got some high-top vans. I had a lady drive in from, in fact, she's there now, Lufkin, Texas. And she bought a high-top van because motorhomes have gone plumb out of sight. I mean, people want to spend time with family. So they bought. They, she's buying this van, and she's going to make it into a camper, and she's going to travel around. And you know, we sold it to her for eighty five hundred, and so she's going to spend probably, you know, a couple of grand. She's going to have her a little mini motor home, somewhere in the neighborhood of you know ten, eleven, twelve thousand dollars. She can drive it, use it for a couple of years, and still get probably seven or eight grand. Find out what the vehicle's going to be worth later. Find out what you're spending. Make good decisions. Make decisions today will pay off tomorrow. Man, I've, I've talked to so many people. I tell you, I'm the truth. When I walk out of Cornerstone Church on Sundays, and I'm if you want to meet me, I'm at Cornerstone Door. I'm on the Stone Oak side, uh, and I, I welcome everybody in, and I direct kids to uh, Sunday school and help visitors, help everybody I can. Hey, Don's back. Good to see you, Don. Hope you're healthy. Uh, and so I, I, I get so excited to re- You know, I want to meet people. I want to talk to them, even if they don't buy nothing from me. You know, if they need free advice. You know, I had a lady called yesterday. She said, I can't believe you answered the phone. I said, ma'am, I, I put my phone number out all over the world. I mean, it's on Facebook. It's on the radio. It's everywhere. So, I mean, you know. And she was complaining about a dealership that she was trying to get her money together to buy a car. And they've raised the price on that car. And she said, it's the same car I looked at, you know, February. And now it's higher. Well, new car dealers were scared they were going to run out of inventory. So they raised the prices. And it, when, when things were bad, they were figuring new ways of making money in the F&I department. You know, they were training the F&I department, make sure they, you know, they did the things that made the most money. 
And and then when they looked like the manufacturer closed down, there wasn't going to be enough inventory. I got one dealership that gets 30, 35 cars a month, and normally they sell 75 or 100. Your overhead is set at at making money, you know, at 75 cars. And if you can't get enough inventory, they're losing money. Hello, Pete. And so they're losing money. And so, you know, it's all set on overhead. That's why I keep my overhead so low. I'm a blessed man. My car lot's paid for. My cars are paid for. I'm, you know, I'm a blessed man. But these new car dealerships, their taxes, their utilities, everything adds up to a million two. I'm sorry, a million six, a million seven. And it's going to be at two million soon. I mean, overhead determines the price of things. So this lady, she said, will their overhead go up? Well, no, the overhead didn't go up. She said, why are they pricing it so high? I said, they're scared they're going to run out of inventory. She said, they've had that thing since January, and I was in there right at end of February, 1st of March. And she said, the price is higher. I don't understand it. I said, wait, let me, let me explain this. You know, they were scared they're going to, they raised the price because they scared they're going to run inventory. And then the government sent these big dealers five million government assistance to pay their employees and, and pay their rent and some other stuff. And here they're in record profit months. Isn't that backwards? But see, the manufacturers knew something was going on, and that's why they did what they did. They put that zero interest out. And, oh, man, people that wasn't going to buy a car come running in. Hello, Thelma. Come running in wanting to buy a new vehicle, and they raised the prices. They were, hey, you, you know, you need to buy extended warranty. It's zero interest. You're not paying any interest. On. Well, let me have that warranty, Bubba. Yeah. Sack it off. And they, they bought a new car, and it had warranty to 36,000 miles. What was really dumb is these people that buy these diesel trucks with a 100,000-mile warranty, and they buy extended warranty. Well, you may not own that truck to 100,000 miles. You may wreck it. Somebody might steal it. Try to get that money back then. Well, they take a big cut of it. Ain't nothing free in the car business. Nothing. That cookies and that fruit in there and that coffee and that soda, they're just trying to get your sugar high up so when you get sticker shock or 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 when they come out of service, they shock you. Oh, I, I, I talked to the gentleman that's wife went in to get her, her car serviced. <clears throat> and we're talking about change the oil. And what happened? Well, I told her, man, you're about to spend a lot of money on this car. It only had 60,000 miles. 60,000 miles. Hello, Tommy. He's back on. And, and so... The service department had her convinced this car she was about to spend eight or nine thousand dollars on it. Oh man, you know, you you need a new car, ma'am. So they waltzed her right in there to the showroom floor, and they sold her a new car. Well, her husband kind of thought it was unusual it took so long to get it serviced. He thought maybe she went shopping or something. You know, she finally shows up in a different car. He said. Uh, what happened to your car? She said, well, they convinced me I'm about to spend a lot of money, and I'm better off buying a new one. So I bought a new one. He said, it only had 60,000 miles. You're a little old lady. They really got a bargain. I listened to Randy Adams. They love them little old lady cars. They can tell everybody. I had a lady here last year sold me her car. And so she took it in to trade it in. They wanted to give her 1000 I gave her 3000 and she said, you know what, Randy? She said, the last time I did this, I traded it in. And, and it's and it's one of them, them dealerships that I highly recommend you not to go to. They will take hair hiding off. And she said, they sold me a car, and they took my trade, and they told me how bad my trade was, how hard it was going to be to get it sold. Oh, man, it was going to be terrible. You know, and they would take it off my hands. So I traded it in, and they gave me 4000 for it. So she said I was over there, and I forgot to. they didn't get me to sign some piece of paper, so I signed it. And these there were some people taking delivery of, of my trade-in. She said I waited a few minutes, and then when the salesman left, I walked over there, and I said, this is my car. I never had no problem with it. like the car, this, that, and the other. She said, uh, what would you get for this car? And they said, oh, 7900 
7900 I, I traded it in two days ago, and they've already sold it for 7900 And she, she said, I can't believe I let them beat me up on my trade. And so she said, I, that's why I got an offer on you and then see what they will allow trade. I said, well, that dealership would have give you whatever you want trade because they add so much money to the profit on the car on the front side. On the, you know, it's just like my buddy I had here a couple of years ago. He called me up and he said, buy a new Dodge truck. I said, you are? He said, yeah, they're knocking 10000 off. Hello, Debbie. And so uh, I said, 10000 off? What are you paying? He told me. I said, no, the figures don't add up right. Well, they're giving me 19000 for my truck. I said, I'll give you 21000 for your truck. And so I had him send me the what he was doing. They had added a window sticker of 10000 on the truck and had him convinced they were taking 10000 and he was paying full window sticker, and they were stealing his truck. I bought his truck, went and got him a Dodge. Hey, that's right, folks. I can get you a new Chevrolet, Buick, uh, Ford, Cadillac, Lincoln, Dodge, or Jeep delivered to your door. So give me a call. But first, if you're looking for a Chevrolet or Buick, make sure to go to Lano.com. Uh, wonderful drive up there, and they'll deliver the unit. If you don't want to go to uh, Lano, I look for a reason to go to Lano. I want that windshield time in that beautiful country, peace and going driving up there and picking up a unit and coming back or selling them. I'm trying to pick up something to sell them, so I have a way up there and back. Stop off, eat barbecue, or stop off at, in uh, Marvel Falls. I'll find a place. He's got some great places up that way. So, you know, I want you to... I want you to understand you need an even playing field. What's going on in the car business? A real good even playing field. And I just happen to have a car dealer magazine. Just happen to have one. There it is. I put it on Facebook so everybody can see it. And it, and the headline says, The Female Car Buying Experience, Journey Through Her Eyes. Oh, man, they got this lady that wrote this article. And uh, she's Chief Inspiration Officer. Boy, that's a good title, isn't it? Yeah, she wrote this article. Why does it matter? Why should you tailor the brand experience to the decision maker, the woman? You know what the problem is, women? I'm sorry, I hate to beat up on y'all. But y'all get in those dealerships, and you don't want to look like a wife that's telling her husband what to do. And that's when you say, whatever you want to do, honey. And then about a month later when the payment's due and there ain't nothing left in the bank account, you say, you shouldn't have bought that truck. Well, you told me to buy it. Well, I wanted you to be happy. I wanted you to feel good. Tell the truth, woman. Hey, dude, you don't need that much truck. Tell him a fact. And here, they're, hey, they're working on y'all ladies. They're work, they got... They got all the psychiatrists. Hello, Michael. They got all the psychiatrists, all the people working on you. But what's the funny part? Back of this I, this article, I run across something that, that says, let me see. Um, where was it? Anyway, it talks about, oh, here it is. This means the, the car shopping experience is still designed by men, for men, and delivered by men. The urgency to flip the the lens, and put ourselves in the shoes of the world's most influenced consumers and create standards that help sales associates create an experience that lives up to her expectations. And that will mean more profit. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you convince her, you make her feel like she's being taken care of. She'll give you more profit. You know, hey, that's that's the God of the car business, profit. Pride's around there somewhere, too. But anyway, so this article goes through and understand the decision maker. It's important to remember that when creating a personal persona for the female consumer, she wants to be understood first as a woman and second as a consumer. Oh, we got to work on these women. We got to build them up. We got to tell them we love them. We got to tell them we're taking care of them, you know, and how important she is, you know, and women's lib and all this other stuff and connect with them and, and understand what they're trying to do and show them the way 
to profit, your profit, not hers. And then journey through her eyes. Perception is the customer's reality. Wow. The golden rule is grandma preached, treat others the way you want to be treated is a thing of the past. That's what it says right there. Right there. I got it. I'm going to put it on Facebook. The thing of the past. Oh, no, don't treat people the way you want to be treated. No, not in the car business, Bubba. Yeah, yeah. You must live by the, the platinum rule. Treat others the way they need to and want to be treated. So what you need to put them in and, and still make them feel good. Still make, make them sound special. You're making this big decision. You're the decision maker. And be consistent. You know, those with high EQ can read the people's nonverbal clues and can be adjusted their approach by the basis of the consumer's need. Hey, man, if you're really into it and you understand these, hold on, I ain't never understood women in my life. These guys, I guess they're getting women to write them because maybe women can write them. I don't, I don't want to understand them. Uh, but anyway, uh, ah, there's a few of them out there that I understand. But, you know, be consistent. As I mentioned, building a trust account with your female customer is base is very extremely important when it comes to the desire of a purchase of a vehicle referred by you. Referred by you? So is that why we have 85% of the people that walk into a dealership buy something they don't intend to buy when they go in there? 85%? Oh, my, my Toyota deal. This guy couldn't get a price out of Toyota. Most, just about all the Toyota dealerships. They didn't want it. He found the truck he wanted, emailed them, give me a price, the best price you can, and, you know, and I'll come in. Oh, no, 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 we don't want to do that. You know, you might print it out and bring it with you and make us honor that price, you know. Just like what I'm talking about in Dallas earlier that I'm bringing back now is that we're going to certify everything. All our cars are certified. And guess what? you got to buy it with the certification. Yeah, but I thought that was an option. No, 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 no. you got to buy the car with certification. What dealers are doing up there, they're adding twenty two to 3500 profit to each retail deal. you got to buy the, uh, the certification. But here's the key. Then you got to buy, guess what, the extended warranty. Oh, wow. Hold it. Now, it's certified. What what happened to certifications including warranties? Oh, no. Not in Dallas. They figured a way to make an easy two to 3000 on you by certification. So that's coming to San Antonio. Like I said earlier in the show, that's coming to San Antonio. We'll see certification on all these cars, and you got to buy it, and it's added profit. And they send a mechanic out there to scope it out. It takes an hour, maybe two, if he's slow. And then they certify it, and then they want to say it extended warranty. Oh, man, what happened to all of that? You know, I mean— Car business crazy enough that we're going to pile on something else. You know, I, I guess that's why we go to school. A, a, a neurosurgeon goes to school for eight years, but car dealers go to school forever and ever and ever. And new deals, new changes, new ways. You know, I mean, uh, the car business studied the Alabama coach. How does he sell that college? How does he get to premier players? How does he sell himself? So they studied it, now and they tried to put it in the car business. So the dealers, the salespeople are all well-trained. Close the deals, make the deals, want the deals, everything that's going on. I, I, I tell you, it's, it's crazy. It is really crazy what the next level is going to be, what they're going to come up with, what it's going to cost. Think about the cost. I mean, you know... Uh, wasn't long ago a new car was $10,000. I remember reading in the 70s when they, in one of the car dealer magazines, put in there that the average car would be $10,000 by the year, I think it was 1980. Boy, they blew by that, didn't they, Bubba? Whoo, mercy. I'm telling you. I mean, Audis are 120. 
Mercedes, 130, 40. I mean, you know, Lexus is 100. I mean, that's, but what are they worth in five years from now? Especially if they got 100, 120,000 miles on them, you know. And so I've had a lot of listeners to this last week again. Thank you, listeners, for bringing me your cars. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. You know, I mean, it, some of it's really ugly, yeah. Well, it's not worth a whole lot if it's ugly. And uh, I bid on some wrecks, some people trying to trade a wreck. They want into a new car. They don't want to drive a car that's been fixed. They don't want to fight. You know, here's the key to diminished value. Stop and think about this a minute. The newer the car, the higher the diminished value. The older the car, the less. I mean, you can get down to a $1,000 car, and it's been an accident, no big deal. And if we take the cars off the market we'd lose that has an accident, we'd lose 60%. So, you know, we're going to have to live with accident cars, but don't pay full retail price. We've got a lot of dealers that go to these big auctions all around, and they'll buy a vehicle that's got an accident report. Uh, I know of one on Highway 78. They look for accident reports because they can buy them a lot cheaper. And then they put them on the lot, and they say, we don't check for accident reports. We don't believe in Carfax or auto check. And and they lie to the customer. Well, there's going to be a day one day when they don't have that auto check, that that uh, Carfax. And what's going to happen is the lawyer's going to hammer them, you know, for selling a car that they knew they bought. Everybody's got the app at the auctions. I mean, we look them up in a matter of seconds, seconds. They know, and, and that's what they search out. They search out the cars with accident reports so they can buy it two, three, four thousand cheaper, and then they can sell it full retail because they don't tell about the accident report, and they make a lot of money per unit. And then if you want to trade it in a year and you pull into somewhere and they said, wow, you got an accident report on this one. Did you do the accident? No, I didn't do it. I just bought it. Dealership, wouldn't, he doesn't do Carfax. That's because he wants to lie and cheat you. Yeah, that's why. You've got to know who you're dealing with, how they're doing. You need a Carfax. You need to check it out. Yes, buy a car. You know, I've got a real estate lady right now that's got, uh, she's got, I know 100 real estate people. I got the best, though. Uh, and we, we make a good team. Uh, and so, you know, she don't have a whole lot of money, I, and she wants a certain vehicle. I said, we'll find one with an accident report on it and make sure that the car's been fixed right, put back together. Technology nowadays, they can fix one so good, it's unbelievable. And I said, we'll own it about where you need to be, you know, where I can sell it, make a little bit of money, and you're happy. And so we're working on that situation right now. Hello, Ronnie and Debbie. And so we're working on that situation to put this lady in the right car. I had an opportunity to bless two ladies at Cornerstone Church, and she comes to my. They come to my door early, early service every week. I didn't know that they were bumming rides constantly to go everywhere, and they were listening to my show. They're listening right now. God bless you. I love you. And I had this opportunity. I bought this car, and I and I I was driving it. I loved it. I drove it for a couple of weeks, and. I just felt like the Lord told me, hey, this is going to be special for some ladies. And when I found out they didn't have a car and they were saving their money and they were about at that point, I let them have it for what I had in it. And it is a great car. that Now they can get to church. Now they can go to the doctor's appointments. You know, it fit in their situation. This car hadn't been an accident. But sometimes the Lord will send me some cars that help people. And I don't understand it, but I'm staying out of his way because, hey, I'm the biggest problem God's got with me because I get in his way too much. You ever feel like that? But I'm going to tell you, he's got the word that will help you. He's got the word that will teach you. If you'll open that Bible and read it every day, man, you'll expand your, your, your vision, your wisdom and all. And I love Proverbs 1, 5, let the wise listen and add to their learning. What have you been learning lately? Have we learned it from the news media on TV, or can we learn it from the Bible? You know, that was written so many thousands of years ago, but it's still true today. And it's changed my life from a taker to a giver. It's changed my life to loving people, caring about people. What is your life? Have you examined yourself lately? Do you need Jesus Christ in your life? Let me tell you something. In 1994, I needed it. 
I needed it bad. And I'm going to tell you something. People the next day said, something's different about you, Randy. What 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 are you doing different? I said, no, I don't know. I'm not doing nothing different. Yes, you are. You're different. You got peace. You got joy. You got changes. But sometimes stress in our life takes it away. What is stressing you? What do you, what do you what who are you listening to? You listen to the news media or you listen to the Bible? I want your spiritual growth as well as everything else in your life. I pay to be on this station. Yes, I'd love some sponsors, especially credit union and banks, but y'all don't care about your your good customers. You don't want them educated. I don't understand that. God bless you, San Antonio and surrounding areas. Hey, tell 20 people to go to Randy Adams uh, Inc. Go to Randy Adams Facebook. We're going to we're going to get the YouTube going pretty quick here. And also give me a call, 830-708-4789. I'll answer your questions. 830-708-4789. Hey, 99% of addictions are tied to unforgiveness. Mother, father, or spouse, forgive them. Love them. It'll change your life. It changed mine. God bless you. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.